0: In his song "Seasons of Love," Rent composer Jonathan Larson contemplated how to measure the value of one year in human life, which, as the refrain goes, is five hundred sixty-five thousand six hundred minutes. Today, I am contemplating the value of the lessons learned from lives lost, and the paradox that there is a gift in grief should we choose to receive it. Today marks five years since I lost my mother. That's 2,629,440 minutes. And though I miss her dearly, I know that she is all around me in everything I do. And I have a massive amount of gratitude for the gifts that have come from the grief As counterintuitive as it seems, I encourage you, if you've suffered any loss of any kind, to look for the gifts, to look for the lessons, to look for the growth, to look for what has been shown to you through this passage in your life. The gratitude that I have found is the gratitude to have been shown that I am resilient and strong, even in the darkest of moments. I am grateful to have grown a deeper relationship with my dad far beyond what I might've imagined. (laughs) I am grateful to have known the absolute love of a mother, which remains now even more strongly than it did when she was mortal. (laughs) And I feel her love inside me today and forever and a day. What follows is a replay of what I recorded one year ago today in her honor. Thanks so much for listening. Reverence is the last exercise of a ballet class in which the ballet dancers pay respect to and acknowledge the teacher and the accompanist. It is in that spirit that today I pay respect to one of my greatest teachers. Have you ever thought about what might be different four years from now? Not something that you can steer or control, not something that you can manifest or aspire to, but rather something that is out of your control, but that will affect you deeply when it happens. It's not something you've had a chance to fear because it isn't something that you would have ever foreseen. My mother was seemingly one of the healthiest people you'd ever meet. She was full of life. A dancer, a bon vivant, an alchemist, a mermaid. Words that people might have used to describe her were vibrant, gorgeous, energetic, fit, inspiring. Wonderful words. I might also use stubborn, vulnerable, childlike, maybe even insecure. She never showed this side of herself beyond the confines of her nuclear family. In fact, I'm not certain if it even went much further than between her and I in those intimate moments we spent together dancing in the studio, just because. Fierce also comes to me as a word I'd use to describe her, that is, fiercely loyal to those she loved. Have you ever thought about what might be different four years from now that will change your life forever? Neither had I. When I got the call, I was in the pizza parlor in Harlem. We had walked more than seven miles that day for no reason other than to keep moving. I felt somehow like we were waiting. Two hours after I got the call, I was at the airport. Another two and I was by her side. My instinct was to try and normalize the situation. Mom hated hospitals and we were all understandably confused about what the heck was going on. Her only symptom. was feeling tired it was almost absurd i relieved my dad and brother and spent the night in a chair at the foot of her bed we chatted and laughed a bit barely sleeping nervously waiting to see what would come next two weeks later she was gone tomorrow on november 2nd it will be four years since mom's final reverence Mm. i didn't plan on writing about her today and yet here i am I looked through my notes and discovered a passage I wrote two years ago on this very same day. (laughs) There really are no coincidences. On Friday, November 1st, exactly two years ago, today, I wrote, She always told me she dreamed about me. It wasn't important what she dreamed, only that I knew that I was on her mind, always. Just as she was in mine every day since that day two years ago, when we spoke. Today I am out of sorts. I hadn't actually realized it until just now. If I were coaching myself, I'd acknowledge and validate my feelings. Instead, I sit at my desk in Harlem writing this. Mom never knew about my coaching. Two years later, I sit today, writing. It was unusually dark this morning when I began, but the sun is starting to peek through the November sky now. As I consider that mom will never know about my podcast either, I reflect on the notion that things don't matter in the immortal world and that by sharing her with you, she will receive my reverence. I'm Lisa Hopkins. Thanks for listening. Stay safe and healthy, everyone, and remember to live in the moment.